the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. It has been a while since we've uh, talked to some of our viewers. Most of us have been listening to us, if at all. Uh, whenever the Minnesota Football Daves gets together, it's like the Voltron of like Minnesota local podcasters that love football. Uh, we tackled on the Women's World Cup and what an amazing Women's World Cup it was. Like a lot of great things happened. A lot of things started to happen. And then we'll get into it. Some bad things happened as well, too. And then we'll get into all those details uh, to summarize for you. But I am Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria. I am one of your co-hosts. I am joined, of course, by Bridget and Eric, my uh, compadres in in chaos and 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 football. Um, Eric, how you doing? Hey, man. Hey, Bridget. Hey, everyone. Um, I'm doing all right. It's kind of back in the routine of school, respective schools for the entire family, and uh, been job hunting for the past. I don't know, it's been like three weeks. Um, looking for a little bit more experience in clinical settings. Um, had three, it was it was cold. I mean, this is going to sound familiar probably to both of you and everybody listening, but it was just like radio silence for like two weeks. And then last week, I was turning people away. Like I got so inundated, lots and lots of opportunities within like two or three days. And then I had three interviews in two days last week. I have one coming up again once we're off the holiday break. So yeah, there's, there's stuff out there. It's just a matter of figuring out what, what I'm going to do and where I'm going to go for a little bit. That's cool. If you ever yeah. want to work with kids, just, just let me know. We, That's we, actually one do. of them. It, it not, not in a teaching capacity, but uh mental health. So I'm, yep. That's what I'm saying. You, I yep. got you, I got you, a, I got you a school that would love. I to wasn't have that even, kind of what, what's interesting. I don't know if you guys know indeed, but it's like, while you're actively looking like recruiters or can like find you <laughs> and so yeah. i wasn't even yeah so i didn't even apply yeah. to this one just out of nowhere like they 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 came at me pretty uh i mean i don't know if aggressive is the word they they were they, they, were, they can uh, be aggressive yes yes that's exactly <laughs> but but like they came at it came at me hot with like this pretty generous offer and i'm just like i wasn't even looking for you all but like you're going to throw that down on the table. Yeah, let's talk. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's nice. me. How about that's you? Cool. How, how, I'm happy how you, for you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Uh, just riding out the last of summer. and <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I just wanted to bring in uh, the that uh bridget has been amazing showing up at sickles fc if you guys don't know about sickles fc is is just pretty much an open soccer uh futsal over at the hamlin courts of snelling um any level 
any any type of like you know you don't even have to play soccer but it's just fun any age any age Anyone. yeah literally any age and then um i think the last one i went to bridget was in goal and yeah. had some oh. very had some like you know had some very really you know last minute one-handed saves that um i were very very impressive and um it's always fun I, to be able I to played, have that i played yesterday too and had some uh not saves emil scored a hat trick on me <laughs> not in like saves. five minutes um <laughs> actually i was this morning i was like why does my back hurt so bad and then i realized it's from bending over to collect every ball from the back of the net <laughs> um I was like i wasn't like i just stood there why does my back hurt so bad um it's, it's yeah, fun, some, at one point Wes came back to me he's like okay we need to talk and he had this really serious look on his face he was like i have to live with this child so if you could please <laughs> stop one of them that would be great he's like no pressure but please and i was like yep got it <laughs> I think and that's I, did, hilarious. I did stop a few <laughs> yeah. but emil was like emil found the weak side i can't move to my left yeah and he shoots mm -hmm. low left and i can't do a damn thing about it and he just yeah. goes there Every and time. we have no we have no videos or, or photos for the socials nope. for this. this well, is, I oh, mean that's that's when you're supposed to come in, it, like Eric. You can show <laughs> yeah. up. Like you only play like three or four minutes. That's fine. That's, you know. That's, yeah. You can sub uh, out. Mel Mel showed up for a little bit yesterday, and she came on for like twenty seconds. And I was like, okay, I'm done. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so, no, it's, yeah. It's a fun like, time. Like there's a few keep... people who play the entire time, and then there's people who just like pop in here and there. Right. Uh, right. And sometimes yes. it gets competitive, but sometimes it doesn't. So I just love taking it to Emil because then he'll start holding me. Right. Um, Jeff gave him a, a yellow card yesterday. Someone brought cards? Home. Someone just a yellow. Just a yellow. But he was like carrying it around and I'd I'd trash talk him a little bit after he'd score and he'd stand there and hold a yellow. Ah. So I went and like punched him in the shoulder with my club. That's awesome. <laughs> Out of here. Um yeah. Wes eventually took it away from him because it was a little <laughs> much. But uh, it's like you're playing; you can't do that. That's awesome. So yeah, it's it's entertaining. It was a pretty short-sighted game yesterday because with Labor Day and the fair and everything, um, and the heat, so there were like and the heats. So there were like two subs. Yeah, we took we took a full break this time and stood under that that one tree in the park. Stood in the shade and everyone chugged a Gatorade and bottle of water and then we went back out. So, so you guys um, were like in the afternoon, like one o'clock at, like at noon. At noon, oh, yeah. And it was so it was overcast on my drive over there. Sun comes out, full sun the yep. entire hour as we're packing our stuff up. Overcast again, like of course. So of course. we're all like passing around a tube of um, sunscreen before we started because like it was cloudy. I didn't think I needed it, but. I was running early, like I, I got out at like ten, I think it was, and it was fine. It was comfortable. Yeah. And then somewhere, like maybe the last mile on the way back, like you're saying, clouds parted, and I could immediately <laughs> feel the temperature yeah. just skyrocketing. I'm like, ooh, I'm glad oh, I did yeah. this now. I would have waited like half the, an hour. This would have been terrible. <laughs> man, that court bakes too. Like most yeah. of it's that like reddish color, so it's not horrible, but like it there was quite a bit of heat radiating radiating yeah. off and then afterwards we went and sat on the uh the now open black heart patio um yes had a drink oh, so yeah how was that good and promo. even 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 in the heat that was pretty good um, the umbrellas are nice there's a nice breeze coming through there it's it's 
pretty quiet out there. Like you, that fence on the east side actually does a pretty good job at blocking some of the sounds. So it was it was chill. It was just uh, like six or seven of us from Sickos were were there, and um, uh, a few other people showed up towards the end. We didn't stay for very long. But we got a we got a go really nice. out there. We, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got the say, yeah, let's meet up. We got the VIP access. The, the day that the, 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 the picking oh, yeah, I saw around. that picture yeah and then like I was at my dad's um, helping him with some stuff because he he had to get you know he's, he's got school happening so I usually help him and then I get a text from Wes it's like hey any of you guys want to come over and drink on the patio I was like wait what oh yeah I think <laughs> I saw that photo hold on and he's like I'll buy you a beer I was like okay <laughs> and so I left without communicating with um with Nubia about it Oops. Um, and then, like, I think the funniest thing is that she sends me a text where, like, where the F did you go? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then we're all sitting there just talking, That's catching really... up on, on, like, on, on, like, on, like, we're just sitting there talking about the, the patio and all the other stuff. And uh, all of a sudden, I get the text and then I show the guys. And I was like, and I was like, and Wes goes, thanks, buddy. Thanks for blaming it on me. I go anytime, but anytime. <laughs> Scapegoat. Scapegoat. I was like, that's right. Let's yeah. throw a, yeah, it's a, good a shout to our to our friend of the pod, Adam Jarby, too, because I think oh, he was yeah. his butt off. Yeah. Uh, doing a lot of the, to, the woodwork. Uh, and he had to uh, throw together an emergency exit sign at the last minute because no, yeah, sure. it was on back order code. and the inspector was coming. Yeah. He Build did a good code. job. You wouldn't you wouldn't know. That like it was made last minute. It was, it was nice. So, yeah, let's yeah, plan it out. We can have a, we can, maybe we can do a M, uh, MNFS live over there at the uh, yeah the, uh, on the outside. Yeah, why not? Yeah, we should probably do sure. that. We should. With terrible, terrible audio. One of us will just record it on our on our, our voice memo yeah. on the phone. It'll <laughs> 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 be quality. <laughs> Every time you get uh, into something important, a train comes by. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or the bus, or random oh, people have, screaming from the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sirens. Yeah, like <laughs> perfect. Random people just being, "Hey, what are you doing back there? <laughs> Why you got your computer out?" Yeah, <laughs> there's power out there though. Yeah, there's, out there, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We could totally. You've do been it. doing a lot of fair stuff. It sounds like. No, just once. Oh, just once. All right. It's just was enough. Shit. Which is enough. I've gotten zero this year, so yeah, I get it. Same. Well, I mean, I, like, I picked up some frozen hot, frozen corn dogs the other day, and we had those, and pretended we were at the fair. There you <laughs> go. I I need to I need to find a place where they sell like frozen footlongs, and I think that oh, it. there you go. And now that might be it, because like, I don't know, like for me, like I've I've lived here the majority of my you know life, and like, I always got excited for the fair, like. We went to the Midway and we would, you know, spend 80 bucks and get funny little toys, right? You know, like, it was just a tradition, right? And this year, like, I just, it was not appealing to me at all. I think maybe because my new job and all the other stuff, but I was just like, I just don't want to go. And it was hot. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I was like, so, you know, and when we do go, <laughs> chaos runs around and I'm like, yep, I'm ready to go. Yes. That's it. I bought a beer. I had a hot dog. Uh, had some dude, fries was, and that's it. I was considering it, but then after sitting in the traffic multiple times through this week, I was like, "Yeah, I'm. That's that's enough. I don't just need to ruin go. it for you." 
Amazing. I love it. Yeah. I was like, I'm just driving by and this is enough for me. Like, yeah. just so just so uh, Eric, your 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 wonderful wife is, is aware. I we did take the EV to the state fair. Oh, hey, parabéns. Yeah. Claps. The problem is on the way back. The word you lost it for like yeah, two miles, <laughs> so I had to walk the, half hour. It's part of the go, game. <laughs> I, had walk, I had to walk half hour to like yep. to to get an EV, and and the thing only gives you like a fifteen minute reservation. Yeah, and so like I have to, to go play the sprinting game. once you find. No, it. no, no, no! I ain't sprinting for no car. I ain't, I ain't doing that. <laughs> so like I'm walking. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got like two minutes left. I'll cancel it, right? And then I'll re- refresh refresh the app. I kill the app. And it's like, oh, there it is again. Another 15 minutes so I can get there. It's a way of cheating to make sure you get the car because I wasn't walking any further than the yep. way I walked to. So. Oh, you you got to figure it out, man. The, the, these are the techniques, yes. So, um, but, yeah, so that was great. Like, it was awesome because we didn't have to pay for parking. And we were literally right at the entrance. And, like, that's great. And there were, like, four or five EVs that were there in that parking lot. So, like, if... You know, and I know not, I don't know if it's super new, but um, I appreciated it because it was like, you know, like going to drive my car to a parking lot, waiting for a train or waiting for a bus. And then all mm-hmm. I was like, you know, what, I'll just take an EV, park it there and then I'll just chance it. I'll, I'll spend yeah. less money trying to figure it out. So, yeah. yeah. And the great thing, too, is as long as it's not like a snow emergency, you can park those damn things anywhere. Like even when it's like says restricted parking or whatever, you can drop it off. No big deal. Great. That's cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Where should, I'm letting you guys do this thing. So where, where are we going first? Minnesota. All right. Yeah, let's go do some loons now that they're back from um just craziness, right? Um just MLS is just back and it's been weird to hey, be yes. honest with you. That's a thing to last. Yeah. <laughs> You're not uh what's what's the word? I guess weird is the word, but the fact that like one of on on the table and statistically one of the worst teams is what in the top five in power rankings. That's totally normal, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, power rankings is a great thing. So, um, so like one of the things that like I gave up my tickets to people who would watch when to see the Seattle Sounders game, and I um um uh, and that was a that was a one one tie, which is impressive because I thought we were going to get blown out. But, mm-hmm. you know, specifically because Seattle, you know, started up real bad and then is up on the, is, is what is it, top three, top four right now in the standings? Top four, right. I think. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, okay, they're turning around, right? And I'm like, all right, good. But overall, it just seemed to be just like a really boring game. <laughs> they, yeah. Like, they, they've they been able to find the results, but like, in 15-minute periods, they're just trash. <laughs> and then they like... And then suddenly someone will turn it on and, and figure it out. But um, yeah, it's been kind of funny watching. Uh, I did a Q&A with Mark Kastner, who some people may know from the bar, um, writes for Sounder at Heart. He's also a Liverpool fan. Uh, so we've spent a few mornings together um, commiserating at the bar. Um but he, it's it's funny to watch kind of the roller coaster on Twitter of him like complaining about about uh, some of the performances and like those five minute windows where it's just awful, and then they end up winning and like moving up and it's great. But in those periods, they're just awful. Yeah, it's not um, convincing, and it's which really, is weird. No, so I was like, 
I was like, help me out. Like, I don't know how to preview this game because like they suck, but they don't. But, and we're kind of the same way, honestly, just in a different, in a different way. But um, I was like, I don't even know what to think about going into this game. He's like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. So we, so we did that, but um, yeah, not, not a great, not a great game. I mean, we, Loons pulled it out. Um, shouldn't have, I don't think. I think it was all Seattle by the end, but. It was, but I mean, we're in, we're in that situation where like in the season where people are like, any point matters because the standings right yeah, now. You, t- you take the point and you run and you go with it. But right. credit, then- credit to Heath for not just parking the bus. Like he was making attacking subs and not just like bunkering for the last 30 minutes, which I kind of expected him to do. Yeah. Cause that's what he typically does, but he didn't do that in that game. So, um, could have been worse. Could've been it worse. could, it could. So let's move on to Wednesday's game where, um, we went, we played against Colorado. And so it was not here, like Seattle. No, it's not like <laughs> yeah, Seattle at Colorado all. Colorado are crap. <laughs> and that's that the weird there. thing, right? It's like, it's like, it's like because you Colorado last year, you know, had was was a contender in a sense, right? And I think mm-hmm. and yeah, they, this were, year, they were kind of the wild card middle of the yep, table mm-hmm. team. And this year they kind of started off strong. And I haven't yeah. been following on it. And so like here I am. Um, you know, we're like, oh, this game seems to be, you know, it, it seems like to be a good game. Me and Santi are sitting there. We're there with uh, uh, Mike and, and and little Noah, and we're just you know having a good time and all those different things. And like all of a sudden, in the eighteenth minute, like you know, you know, we get a PK, and we're like, "Wait, what?" And then we look at us <laughs> like the play. I was like, "Oh, okay." And then we score, right? Remember, already knows who scores yep. the, at the eighteenth minute, the PK, right? Beautiful PK, like literally made the. He might as well just made it a no look because the keeper wasn't going to get it because <laughs> yeah. he was sold on on the hips and so he dove the wrong way. He just tapped it and would have gone in. Anyways, so then I and I'm like, wow, I was like, we scored in Colorado. So then I look at my phone and I was like, I'm just curious about Colorado. I said, I thought they were a good team, right? <laughs> They've lost the last four, three games at that point, but this they one, have, yeah, they it's have horrible. scored 16 goals this season, conceded 39. Yep. Negative 23 goal differential. Negative 23. They're top, so their top four scores, their leading scorer is, um, oh, good God. And I completely, Lost his name right now, um, but he went to he went to LA uh, during the during the league's cup break. Um, and mind you, this is the leading scorer with a whole. I think it was like three goals, and then there's three players behind him with like two goals apiece, and all of those guys were on the bench to start against the Loons. They did all come on Bassett and Abubu Car and um, a couple others, but. Um, yeah, the lineup, the lineup just seems like all over the place. It's a completely different, um, completely different team from what we saw last year, right? Like they, they are currently the, the shrimp bottom feeders of everything. They are 29. Out right. Of 29. That's yeah. They're, the whole thing ten, is like... they're a whole 10 points behind LA galaxy. Mm-hmm. who's in 13th. So the chance of them even getting off of that bottom spot is slim unless LA or Portland just absolutely crash out, which is possible, honestly. 
Um, yeah, yeah. But like, nuts. like you, like you mentioned, right? Like, this is you know they have Cole Bassett, and you have the, they have a Kevin Cabral, right? They mm-hmm. have, you know, they have decent players, right? I mean, yeah, even Sam Nicholson got, got a start, right? Like Sam Nicholson's not and that he had, bad. He had a good shot too. Yeah, right in the beginning. He also got a yellow like five minutes later. But yeah, that's true. Though. But that's that's that. But then you know you you got. You got that, that that made it seem like this was going to be like a, a tough game. And then I look at the yeah. standings and I'm like, we should be beating this team. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it like, should have been a lot no, easier than it was. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm not gonna say that the, the, the ref was partial, but like it it wasn't consistent. That's there what were, I'll tell no, you. There were some really weird um and I was I went to this one, I was in the press box and we're all kind of sitting there like, wait, what? Like we're not calling that? Okay. Wait, we are calling this okay <laughs> like what is happening here um yeah there were some strange some strange things there and thankfully in the end i mean it went the loons way but there were there were some strange strange no calls and strange calls in general but do you, either one of you want to talk about the Reynoso second goal pretty slick yeah it was beautiful you're muted, Rod. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I haven't been in Zuna in a while. Forgive me, uh, but uh, <laughs> that's my excuse. But is it is it Tajuri? Yeah, right. Tajuri. That kid, yeah, yeah. That kid got a start, and that kid is like like no one ever saw him play. Oh, never one thinks that he can actually do something. So like Colorado just let him run everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and it was one of those things like. The, the the PK was sort of like an assist from him, right? Yep. And the yep. and then number like, oh, okay, well, maybe you should guard that guy, right? And then the second goal was literally just he shoots it, keeper keeper just bounces it off, right? He can't yeah, save and it. Drop, and drops it right to yep. his mm-hmm. left foot. Yeah. And then he just taps it in. And you're like, oh, well, there you go. I was like, well, maybe we should mark number 18, right? Maybe we should do something <laughs> about 18. That's and then I by, mean there, there's definitely an advantage in having a player who's like been around the league, like literally touring the league, um, spending like six months at a time <laughs> on each team. Um, I mean, he was solid for New York City before he left there. Um, he was really, I think we had problems with him one of those games that we were out there to play New York City. But um, since then, like he's just hasn't been great. He hasn't been getting the opportunities. So um you know you kind of wonder if minnesota is going to find a way to use him if he'll mesh um and yet he just like was a non-factor like coming into this game and i don't think colorado even really had him on their radar for this one um and they paid for it two two assists and literally and shots like three or four shots and then then at this point we're talking like the 28th minute so like we're 30 minutes and we're up to nothing and so then you're like, what's going to happen? Like, usually we're going to implode yeah. or do whatever else. To death. You're like, when, okay, when what's going to happen? When does the other foot drop? Yeah, is right. it going to be the 35th minute? Like, it's like, oh, you're so who, traumatized by this team, you guys. <laughs> this is the wrong thing to dude, in, the, in the press I know, I know. I was, I was oh. sitting next to Jeremy rushing from Soda Soccer, and he's like, this has this has a, like a 4-2 collapse written all over it. I was like, yep, it sure does. And so every time Colorado shot, we look at each other. We're like, "Yep, that was it. Here it comes." <laughs> right? 
And it's just so bad because you're like you, you remind yourself that like wait, Colorado's last. It's like, That's, yeah, <laughs> right. We we like, have the possible. This is a yeah. thing that could still happen. Like, this, this has happened to us before, where we lose to the oh, worst team we, in the league so many times. And I, yep. and we were pulling up stats for like the forwards for Colorado, and there's one who hasn't scored all season. He's the striker, and well, he hasn't played all season, like ten games or something, and he had a total of three shots. And like one on target. Hmm. And so I showed Jeremy, and as soon as that dude gets the ball, he shoots <laughs> and Dane batted it away. But we look at each other like, yep. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, man. And I mean, like, it was like, you know, and, and it's, and it was my first time watching Gregor's play, right? That's, yeah. yeah. And I think one of the things that, that's been good for at least this team so far since Gregor's return is, we have a better passer. Yeah. Who yeah. automatically his role is like it's like a second wheel trap, right? It's it's not offensive so much, but more like he's the connector to the passes. Yeah. So that will wheel trap. And it and it lets Will kind of wander up a little bit without yep. having to worry about that turnover. Mm-hmm. Like he can drop the ball with Jan and then move and then pick up where he left off. Which is which is what we had we which was you know before John John uh, Greg Ushie's return. He didn't play that way. No, you know, oh, and he's and and he's comfortable and he's comfortable in that role. It seems, and it's it's fitting him well. And I think having another passer um, really makes makes Reynoso's job a lot easier. So he doesn't have to. I mean, I don't think he got fouled that much. Maybe two or three fouls, right? Usually we used to get him. Yeah, out, like, he, usually he's just having his ankles hacked apart. But yeah, there were only a couple times where that really happened, and. And those were times where he like dribbled right into it, um, right. much like the the penalty kick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Foul, and I think but... I think uh, also in addition having Rosales have a good couple of rotations as a left back, mm-hmm. um, you know, has really built his confidence, and he's confident in that position. And I think that's that that's yeah, great. He, I mean, and he runs well with with Gregush and um, and it was was it Dotson on the left. And Izzy was on the right. Yeah, and, they, and all, it's so, they all overlapped pretty well. You know, it's so weird when you put players in positions that they can be successful. How right? different your team looks like, right? Imagine that. And and I think that's also opened up games for Hassani Dotson because I think the last two games yeah. he's been so good. Yeah, he had a and couple. Of, he had a couple of really good shots. He, yeah, he had a couple, but it just opens up, and he's more confident with Reynoso and passing the ball and. Um, uh, and Santi really likes that I call him Papa Dotson um, because he's a dad. But just overall, like overall, like you know, I think it. He he. A lot of players are stepping up to to do different things. So this is a much different team than a year ago, in a sense. Like pieces are falling into part. This is without an Ariaga, right? This is without seeing a Debasi yeah. play so much. And these last two games have been without Bongi, right? And so. Yep. It's 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 opened up a, a a game for them that's a little bit more different. Um, and but, yeah, and it finally led to a Puki finish and goal. Right. Yeah. Um, this is this is his first for the uh, like outside of the tournament uh, thing, right? No, no he second goal. Okay. Se- second goal, and he didn't score through the tournament, but he scored. Um, it was like his first or second MLS game right before the break. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that was that was a second um 
just trying to a, remember who fed him that. Oh, it was it was the it was it was Tajiri. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There it is. Yeah. Cool. That was his other assist. Um, and yeah, it was it was the goal that you know we we've talked about when they signed him. Like his his go to is just kind of that tight angle, like camping out in the corner of the box and and waiting. Um, he made the run on Izzy found him and boom, and it was perfect perfect goal and and huge for his confidence we haven't seen him smile like that in, you know mm-hmm. two months um since the, his first goal <laughs> um so and that i think lit up the entire attack and and they really started pushing forward again they'd kind of fallen back um through that second half uh, and what was that like 60th minute or it it was relatively early um but the uh... The Pookie goal? Yeah. It was literally Pookie right before half. Before half time, 43rd. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we had, that's... Three, we, we had a three-goal lead before the half. Which is, I was again, thinking. I was thinking it was right wild. after. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. But like like you said, that that's where you want him to play. You want to feed him the ball in the small corners, and small tight yeah. paces, because he'll just yeah. take a touch and then he'll shoot. And I think that's one of the one of the things that, you know, has opened up for him as well, too, is like he's beginning to understand. It. And I think... Um, yeah, they they know where to find him now and to get him those balls because that was part of the problem with him. Um, he, he, I'm not gonna say that like he was great and couldn't get the ball like the for the last few games when he wasn't scoring, um, but they just couldn't find the the way to get him that service and they were relying on him to like drop back and get the ball when really he should be playing in front of Reynoso who can find him and in front That's of a, Izzy who can find him. And we'll get to, we'll get to that. Yeah, that was we'll a very um, good segue game, to yesterday. Another game. <laughs> yep. um, but you know, they're, they're finally, I think have some of the, have some of the wingers in place that allows them to actually work that center and, and lets him do um, he's good as a holdup guy. Like it works yeah. in some games and that's fine. Like you don't need your striker to be the one like right at the top scoring goals every single game he's a stocky dude i didn't i didn't realize like how he's he's not tall but he's he's built exactly yeah yeah so he like he will just run through somebody and and he can steamroll him if he needs to he's he's built kind of like boxy not as tall as Mm -hmm. boxy but um plays similarly so um he can get through those spaces when he needs to but you don't want to have to rely on him to you know run through the crowd and get the ball and and give him his own service. But um, yeah, I think that was, that was massive going into going into the break. Um, and, you know, we've, we've like we were saying it had a, like a four to um, collapse written all over it, but three O is, is a whole different thing going into the break. Absolutely. And especially when the guy just kind of gets right. that, gets that money holding just, his too. back. And it's just a confidence builder when you're able to beat up on a team. And you know yep. you can own them. Yep. And I think that's one and, it, of, and as a team effort, like yep. all four, mm-hmm. all the front four were all involved in those goals. Yeah. And the midfield was actually like getting them those balls. So. And I think the other thing too is just, you know, Dane St. Clair stopped some amazing shots. Oh yeah. Colorado did have a few on frame that, that should just, have gone in, but but for his just just stood balls. on his head in a sense of that way, and you were like, Yeah, I mean, that's great. And this is a recurring thing, at least the last three games. And we'll talk more about the next game after that. But it was just great to see the defense. Uh, 
I mean, it's great it, to see the defense do all of that and still not be nominated for player of the match. Yeah, right. And uh, you're correct. Nice totally correct yeah, it's a nice change for that. Uh, because but there's also like Rosales is willing to give up his body for a lot of like blocking shots and people are doing that. And I think that can be contagious to be from from a coach that understands that is like if yeah. one person starts taking that, it can be contagious. And I think just I don't know. I like Gregush. Gregush is slower. I'll tell you that much. He's slower. He, he got is, beat yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. But he can put the ball where he, he wants it and he, he can. can foul. He doesn't he doesn't trust his footwork very much. Like he prefers the long ball now, which I remember him being able to uh to dribble in the spaces and just hang on to the ball. And he likes he seems to want to like get it away from himself now. Um, but he can find those spaces and run in. He did have, um, I thought he was going to have a assist on a Reynoso hat trick there, um, where he goes dribbling in and, uh, he could have shot, um, and he, he might've gotten it. It was, it was a pretty clean, um, pretty clean shooting window, but, uh, instead he passed it to Ray, um, to, to go for his hat trick and Ray, I think that one was the one that he sent like. A foot wide. Oh yeah, it was post. just over the yeah, just, yeah, 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 just over. Um, yep. But like you could see that that happens right in front. All those the three goals were all at the other end, the brew hall end. But that one happened right in front of us, and you could see him like look up and see the net, and then he glanced over and just handed it right over to Ray, who was ready, and he ripped it, and yeah, just missed. But. um he, the two of them together, I think, will be able to get into some spaces that maybe they couldn't work before. Like yeah. Trap and Reynoso don't work all that well together, but <laughs> Jan and Jan and Reynoso do work pretty well together. Let's hop he, to the next one from from uh, yeah. yesterday, since we but, referred to it twice now. Sure. Yep. Uh, let me just make one quick point for Colorado, just so we make sure that you know we're not like, I mean, Colorado is dealing with a lot of injuries. Like you got Diego mm-hmm. Rubio, who's unavailable. Um, Keegan Rosenbry, who was a late scratch. Uh, and to be honest, like I don't like to pinpoint someone, but Ralph, Pre- Ralph Preso has had you know two good games, but this game Reynoso just owned him. And when he yeah. made two mistakes, <laughs> that was it. It's like that's it. That's all you needed, and that's it. And so like yeah, you know it. They have the pieces to be there, and you know how much I hate Rubio, but just overall <laughs> like um, this shouldn't be this bad. Like I no, don't understand and, why they are this can, bad. And it's weird for a Robin Fraser team, right? Like, we don't usually see around. this. I hope, I hope they don't make a rash decision. I know. I don't think they will. I think. I think he's working with enough um, issues, uh, like through the adversity. Like they're they're staying relatively competitive, right? Like, I mean, there were moments where we were sure that they were going to pad their um, pad their goals on the season. <laughs> um, they had some shots. They. Had, I think they're just kind of not sure how to move forward with a lot of those guys out. Yeah. So, um, you know, every team's been there and it's, it's their turn. Oh, this oh, year. oh don't we know? So, <laughs> it's their Solidarity. turn this year. So, uh, Solidarity um, pain. yeah, I mean, it, it sucks. They, they seem to be starting to kind of find something that might work to at least get them, you know, a little confidence and rather than just absolutely tanking um, yeah, they gotta mentally. Throw, <laughs> throw a fishing line out there and uh, try and grab Inter Miami and move up a little bit. With them. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go, let's go to yesterday. So they, they were in California, went to um, San Jose. Yep. 
visit and my she, um my MLS my MLS uh, my MLS stepfather uh, you know Pucci. <laughs> so uh, you know I find it always very interesting that Pucci always has a Peruvian on his team wherever he goes. So Miguel Trauco keeps one in his luggage just in case. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just just does that. But this team is 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 good. I like them. I like the I like San Jose and um, I think Montero is really interesting. Of course, Espinosa is always uh, in the midst of everything, creating chaos. You got Cowell, aka Cowbell, um, Ebobasi, right there too. Yeah, solid. He's like 19 years old and he looks like he should be like big guy. Yeah. And then you got, uh, of course, Minnesota Jackson Jewel. And it's like, so it's yes. like, you know, and he's not, and Jackson Jewel is not playing as a center back, right? <laughs> <laughs> which, which was great because he's just, you know, getting everything else going. So, yeah, so like, he was, he was, he was a factor last night. One of, one of the funny tweets I saw about Cowbell last night was he'd be a lot better if he just stuck to one haircut. <laughs> he's got like two different things going on and he switches right. it up every game and it's just, like disorienting but you know I, 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 <laughs> let's go ahead go ahead i was thinking let's, let's, i want to get into this goal because it was spectacular it happened very early like this i think i turned fourth minute I, I turned it on like either i think it was right after it happened so i had to like zoom back on the apple to to get it but man yeah just, just directly to your your um your reference bridget when you were talking about the the better connections between reynoso and pookie i mean that the goal was great. I mean, he finished clinically, yeah. did what he had to do, but it was the assist, it was the pass, the assist, it was the vision the, from Reynoso, yeah. perfectly weighted. I mean, he basically, yeah, he put it how, right. How on. many feet? How many yards? It was a long pass. It was from from like thirty yards out the other side of the field to right. central, um, and Pookie split both defenders to to run into that space. Yep. He he did have to chest it down, but um didn't Ray break his stride. Ray to, he was he no, was in stride. No, he just kept he just kept going. Ray had to had to chip it over the, the defense. Um and keeper couldn't do anything about it. It was gorgeous. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, it, was, it was exactly like again, exactly like all the highlight videos from all of his Finland goals. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was a shot just like that. You just have to find him for it. And Reynoso was like he wasn't trying to do all the all the dangerous little moves. He did some of those later on, um, as everyone got tired. But he was uh, he saw him right away, and they went for it. and And that was on a breakaway. It was a turnover, yeah. like in Minnesota's third. So, and one and of the prettiest goals I've seen so far this season, I think. From yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it is, and I think we'll see more because I think when you watch this on replay, like really good strikers and really good finishers wait for their time. So, tech, you know, a lot of the times you'll get a ball, you chest off his butt, and then a player will let it bounce once, and then take, and then try to take a shot. But when you're when you're on a run and you want to hit it well, you kind of gotta wait for the second bounce when the ball is going down below your knee, so you are over the ball and you can hit it. Right. And if you watch it, the ball bounces once, it's kind of high above his knee, and then the second time when it's coming down low, boom, yeah, it just lets it go, and you're like, that's a finisher, like that's it. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. And like, if you just need, you know, if I can, I can care less if Fuki only you know, plays 85 minutes and those 85 minutes, he has four shots like that. I, I'm okay with that. Cause that's, that, yeah, he's going to hit one of those. That's, eventually. that's, yep. that's exactly what he should be doing. And, um, you know, they, 
<clears throat> didn't have to rely on him as as the holder. Um, then Ray in there and and Jan was doing the same thing again, uh, kind of helping to to get those balls into midfield. Um, it was the only one they scored. They they came close a couple times. I I thought Pookie was going to have a second, um, like midway through the half. Um, and I I went to bed. I didn't watch the second half, so I can't speak to uh, to what happened there. But um, you want to talk about Cowell's goal, Rodrigo or Bridget? That that happened. Yeah, sixteenth like minute. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was, that was a very nice goal too. Yeah, I it was mean, a nice goal. Kind of off some confusion. Kind of a little bit of that's, mess. Yeah. Like, what do you think? What do you think happened on the defensive side there for for Minnesota? Whoever wants it. I I think we just lose. It, it's 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 you you lose sight of people. You're like you don't you become. Uh, uh, gets confusing, which it shouldn't be, right? I think that's 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 one of the things, and I think um, it's a good goal. I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna be mad about that. Um, again, uh, Dane Sinclair had some amazing saves, like one that was going in that he just batted, somehow just threw his hand up and just connected, like yeah, that's, last second, confidence, right I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right off the line, like a header off Montero, like literally should have gone in. Like there's no way, and just batted it away at the last second. I mean, like he was playing lights out, and I think his confidence is very high, which I love. Uh, I think in Bobis, he also had a couple of great shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the the controversial um, handball that literally was, you know, Pookie was just in between two defenders. And he like it's like nobody nobody wants to pick up the the the, the white finish guy right it's like he just he like just blends into the grass <laughs> apparently right he's wide open and then Reynoso no look passes the right to him and he just blasts the ball upper ninety from like literally five feet away yeah. and it's like that's hard to do you know yeah uh, and and but because it went off Reynoso's uh, it went off one of the defenders and then it hit Reynoso's kind of shoulder arm area it was it was it was ruled uh it was ruled a handball but that's the possibility i think if 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 pookie just kind of becomes unseen or just doesn't become active in the in the gameplay but it's open that reynoso the reynoso will find him yeah because i mean reynoso's gonna draw all of those defenders right like he they go for his ankles and that that frees up pookie to, to run forward and it was the same thing his first goal when he came in, it was the same thing. He nobody marked him. Everyone was going after Reynoso, and Reynoso just chipped it over to him, and boom, wide open. Okay. Um, so yeah, if they if they keep doing that, <clears throat> I mean, eventually some some teams are going to learn how to uh, how to defend that um, instead of just going for raised ankles. But uh, yeah. he's still going to find those spaces. He he he's not super fast. Um, at least we haven't seen him very fast. He hasn't been as fast as he could be uh, from his performance with the Finland and, and um, his other past clubs, Norwich. Uh, yeah. So we, we haven't, I don't think we've even seen his best. I'll take play. him on some runs with me. I'll get him in shape. Leave it to me. <laughs> he, I, don't, well, I don't think he needs to be in shape. I just think he just uh, needs, no, he needs just, to connect. He just needs to find a, find a rhythm there. I don't think he's needed to be really fast because why would you sprint ahead if nobody's going to be able to find you and get right. you the ball? I mean, like, there's that, no this, is, so. this is this is Bongi's role. Bongi's role is you kick the ball up the field. And you oh, yeah. Just that, let that, it go that, yeah, guy just, yeah. Yeah, and and that guy hasn't been playing, so it's like you know. Right. right. So they need to they need to switch it up and play this way. Um, Mm -hmm. there was 
So we, we did also find out yesterday, uh, Pookie and his pregnant wife and two daughters have been living with Robin Lude. Um, and so they found a place. Um, and he finally found a house and they're moving out of Robin Lude's house. But, ah, it's amazing. Um, you know, you, when you move your whole family here and you're in your living situation like this and, and I, I saw a few things on Twitter, like this is, this is real world. We're sitting here being mad that he didn't finish, um, a clear goal opportunity, but at the same time, like he's going home to a crowded house with his pregnant wife and like, you know, there's things going on. So like, he's getting settled in, he's getting settled in off the field and you're starting to see him get settled in on the field. It was the same thing with, same thing with Bongi. Yeah. Um, same thing with uh, Reynoso last year. He started scoring when, when his family stuff was settled uh, last season. And then again this year, coming in and feeling comfortable. Um, so there's, there's obviously on the, on the pitch is the most important thing in terms of results. But um, these guys are finally all getting settled in and, and feeling like, you know, a, a unit of some sort. Right. Rather we, than uh, a bunch of dudes thrown this, together. This is a bit of bit of a tangent but we, we were in cuba we had our our finnish benefactor sincion fuegos they were they were great they were so much they're just really good people and, and wait finnish dude, people like, last name is cien fuegos no no we were in cien fuegos in, oh in okay, I, was gonna say, I, was like, I was like wait no. that's... but uh yeah when they found out we were on our honeymoon and we were like strapped for cash it's a longer story they basically just paid for everything for most of the time we were there because they were on their government subsidized vacation and just like <laughs> here we'll do everything but anyway you know, they'd buy us drinks, whatever, and like so many little catchphrases all like programmed in their leg. Eric, don't, don't. We finish. We finish. You start. We finish. <laughs> I'm like, all right, buddy. Uh, that's Just awesome. all the time, every day uh, they had one. There, there you oh, go, yes. Eric. There you go. That's the name of the, that's the name of this episode. We finish. <laughs> we finish. Um, let, so they yeah, got a bit of a let, challenge. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I just wanted to go over just, um, because we're done with Lewins, just quickly catch up on just some of yesterday's games on Saturday. Uh, really boring game between New York City and Vancouver, 1-1. One, one. Um, Cincinnati, Orlando. Orlando won one nothing over Cincinnati, which is incredible because they had a red card. DC United, which I'm sure Sarah's really happy, Bridget, actually won 4 nothing over Chicago. So that's interesting. Uh, New England, after they fire their coach. <laughs> 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 Tied to Austin 2-2. Montreal lost to Columbus, uh, you know, because every team that Christian Ramirez is on just seems to have a good, good, good year. Christian I don't know. and Cucho, yeah. man. Yeah. Put yeah. the two of them together. Boom. Yep. 4-2. Uh, Sporting KC seems to be beat St. Louis, which was, you know, that's the Derby. Uh, Nashville tied with Charlotte. Dallas tied with Atlanta 2-2. Real Salt Lake, of course, beat Colorado to nothing. <laughs> so that's like a five game losing streak that Colorado yeah. is on with no end in sight. And so it's just like, uh, and then galaxy in Houston ties zero zero and Seattle Sounders in Portland. The, it's was a Cascadia match, right? I mean, some sort of like, yeah, know, one of those two, I wanted to watch three plays because a red card ended up being two, two and just Portland without their, you know, whatever it is. It's just, there's so many coaches out there that we could be putting in. But yeah, the current standings right now, this is the weird crap. Uh, Eastern Conference, Cincinnati is top. 
Um, New England is second. I don't know how. Orlando is third. Columbus is fourth. Should, should be higher. Philly is fifth. Atlanta United is sixth. Nashville seventh. Eighth is Montreal. DC United is nine. They're out of the bottom. Chicago is 10th. Charlotte is 11th. Uh, New York City is just 12th. <laughs> I just, you know, Red Bulls are 13th. Inter Miami is 14th. Uh, I'm and actually really looking forward to that match tonight. They, yeah. They're going to play LAFC. That's, that's LAFC, gonna that's going to be a great fun match. And yep. Toronto is right up. Now, if we go into the Western Conference, which is what matters for us, uh, St. Louis is number one, which is still incredible. Seattle Sounders is number two after a really bad start uh, to the season. Uh, LAFC is number third. Real Salt Lake is four. Houston is fifth. Vancouver is sixth. Houston's on a tear. I know. It's like, I just don't. It's just so I weird. That's what was- I said. I thought it was going to be a League's Cup only, but they just keep they just keep rolling. Yeah, um, it's so, it's a surprise. It's cool to see. Yeah, I mean, League's Cup was 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 that League's for them, fun. right? You know, yeah. they, I think they got all the all, all the bearings out now. They understand how to play in a sense, and just so, sometimes it takes that a couple yeah. of games to gel more and understand what that. Vancouver is six, Minnesota's in seventh, which means we're in the playoffs. San Jose is eighth, FC Dallas is ninth, Austin last year's top is in tenth. KC, of course, 11th, Portland, 12th, LA Galaxy is 13th, and Colorado is at the bottom of 14th. And And remember, we play San Jose again in like three weeks. Mm. You said New England fired their coach? Well, isn't he suspended? Uh, Ussarina? Yes, I think he's still suspended. Yeah, they're going to fire him. Yeah, he's going to get fired. There's no no way he's going to get yeah, yeah. Because that's who Minnesota has next, is what I was going to say. Which, yeah. in, in terms yeah. of the standings, they're they're like number two in the East. But mm-hmm. if there's all this other turmoil happening, maybe that's a there's turmoil. Good. Yeah, Bruce yeah. Arena is under investigation. He he said some things. He he made some. He's not very PC. Bruce well, Arena no, has never really he made been some very PC. insensitive comments. Um, and it was reported, and then he they did the usual like suspension while they investigate. Um. Uh-huh. But like more stuff has come out, like showing that this isn't like an isolated thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't see him coming. I had actually forgotten all about that. That feels like that was like months ago. But it was, it, it like, feels like ago. it, but he's just spent that long. So like, <laughs> yeah, he's getting a, fired. Like but... it, like it happened during during Leaks Cup. So um, oh, yeah. yeah, and he's still not back. So right. don't expect him to come back. Just like the time, the the sands of time. Bruce Arena. Exactly. We play on words, you know, because this, this is our this week in racism, then it sounds yeah. like. Well, I don't know. Uh, we this, know. Week, this week in sexism and misogyny oh, and et cetera, et cetera. I yeah. think there was a little bit of everything. Nobody, because of the investigation, like nobody almost, knows yet. Yeah. 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 Got it. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Thank you for that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. Should we well, uh, round up? Yeah. Go ahead. Please. I, I was going to say that rounds up MLS. Yeah. Let's just take a break and then we'll come back and deal with bigger international issues. So, thank you very much for listening to the show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash. Minnesota Football Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show. 
Um, this is kind of like a little bit of the of the news section aspect of it. Um, I heard that uh, Aurora has been making some. Well, their players have been making some big signing moves off of uh, uh, to play overseas, and I think that's just. It's just I, I know a couple, but we're going to run down about uh, who's been able to play and, and where. So, so Bridget, do you have that information for us? I do. So we have four Aurora players going pro. Um, I think we talked about this was July 28th. Mackenzie Langdock going to Serbia. Um, Spartak Sabatica, I think is how you say it. I don't know. Um, so she'll be playing in Serbia. Um, joining her, actually. Uh, announced on August 16th, Abby Ostrom um, will be there as well. Uh, both of these players made some some huge impact for Aurora um, Langdock, especially um, playing left back. Uh, but both of them should do really well there. Uh, they're actually like this club has a tendency to sign players from Minnesota. I think there were a couple of former Gophers who went through there. At some point, um, Matt and Equal Time have some more on that. But uh, and then there's more. Um, August fourteenth, Ariana Del Moro signs with Burkirkara uh, in Malta. Um, I go- I couldn't remember which island Malta was, and I googled oh, yeah. it when this news came out. Um, it's one of the very pretty. Um, Blue sea water, yes. just amazing. So, so if you want to go, uh, I'm not sure about tourism in Serbia, but Malta seems like a like a good place to follow good up. Good spot. Um, but we did joke is, at yeah. some point on Twitter about a like Ravantelet tour to there you go to Malta. <laughs> um, the Ravantelet takeover of Malta. That sounds like it's a awesome. yeah. Maltese Falcon and Ravantola. I think Demora is the local kid, correct? It's like the former yes. former um, Minnesota player of the year or yep. whatnot. Yeah. So that's awesome. I love when local kids get big changes like that. And for sure. This is only year two of Aurora. And like that's, I know yeah. last year we only had, you know, that much, but to yeah. have four. Four. Yeah. So the yeah. fourth the fourth um just announced the other day, Tiana Harris. Goes to FC Fleury, um, which is Division One uh, France Feminine League. Um, so huge move there. Yeah, that's uh, a big move. Yeah, I mean, well, well, maybe it'll still work out where she can like do her off season here. I doubt it. I'm not sure what their schedule is um, or their contract arrangements, but um, yeah, they're they're <laughs> it's gonna be another rebuild year. Right, like this is going to be a very different team next season, but you know we expect that it's a pre-pro team. These are um, a bunch of young players, so they're they're going and, places. But and I think it, the Aurora is with just have four people been signed overseas, like they're going to get the reputation. Like if you yeah. want to be seen, if you want to be able yeah. to, you come here, and so that's just going to yeah. be a great recruiting tool. And, For sure. I mean, Tiana Harris was lights out. Like. One of the oh, best, yeah. if not the best new player that we got um, defensive voice was just amazing. So, yep. you know, I'm looking forward to to following that, but it's so happy that, yeah, it's you know, really it's cool. like a feeder program, you know, and it's just exactly like, and, that's and I mean, and that and that's what it was marketed as to, to start. But you never know how that's actually going to work out. So to see um, 
think it was one player last year and then four this year. Yeah. Was it two last year? No, it was two. I think it was two. Two sounds and, right. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, to just so double four. that, that's great. Yeah. And then they have two coaches as well go on to bigger bigger roles too. Yep. Um, yeah, it's huge. And apparently all of Europe is watching. Um, and there's a few players uh, from, I think, North Carolina and um, a few on the East Coast who yep. who ended up going pro as well. So um, it seems like there's there's got to be a dozen, at least from, from W League this season, who signed. I haven't looked in. I, I actually need to do a little roundup of all the W League players who signed pro, but... Yeah, um, that'd be a great article. Just so you yeah. know. Yeah, I just haven't. Uh, Who's haven't got the time? The time to check yeah. all these. Things. You got you got the chipmunk. Um, you got the chipmunk family in your backyard. That's, like, yeah, we're we're busy taking raising, up your time. Yeah, you know, raising so, wild yeah. animals. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If and if you want to watch um, some players who have not signed pro but are still playing college, um, this actually happens before this podcast will come out. But today. Uh, St. Thomas is playing the Golden Gophers at Gophers. Um, so that's Mariah Wynn uh, for the Tommies and like three or four players from Aurora on the Gophers side. So um, that should be that should be some sort of derby now, right? I that mean, is, yeah, yeah. And they're I mean, they they're in different divisions, so they don't, don't play against each other very often. Yeah. But it's cool to see when they do. Um, and there was a game. If you follow uh, Sophia French on Instagram, um, she coaches a little bit uh, out west. Uh, but there was another like Aurora v Aurora game in Utah yesterday, um, Saturday. So it, it's cool to see them all kind of end up facing each other. Uh, if you don't follow individual players, like just start following one or two of those conferences and, and you'll see their names start popping up all the time. And one of the things is that hopefully some of these players will, will get some shots also at the local, uh, not yeah. the local, but the, the, the league here, the NWSL. Yep. Yep. Um, and so just uh, on match 18th, uh, match the 18th, um, Angel City beat Casey Current, North, uh, the Courage and Gotham FC with their new um, new Spanish women um, signing, uh, were able to tie. 3-3, Racing Louisville beat Portland Thorns, and this is the Thorn without Sophia Smith, who thankfully is just an MCL spray in this day-to-day uh, type of thing, because I was super scared about, <laughs> about having to deal with another That's, uh, I, I, I was shocked. Person. I was shocked to see a week-to-week on the that availability report. Um, good to see, obviously. Um, but Hopefully she'll be able to come back stronger and, and just keep keep running things. Yeah, and, and that's that's the thing too, is that and then we'll move into just more of an international news section in a little bit, talking, you know, catching us with Copa Libertadores uh and Sudamericana, which are, are in their later stages, right, Eric? Is that is that what I'm understanding? You are correct, sir. Yeah, we are in semi semifinales, semifinals for both. On the Sudamericana side, it's a more internationally diverse little pot between the four of them there. Um, 
on on both in both these tournaments there's going to be a brazilian team in the final just the way things have kind of lined up and i mean traditionally it, it kind of ends up this way and many times anyway um so you've got corinthians lining up against fortaleza so between one of those two there's your your brazilian rep for sudamericana um neither of these teams are very strong in league play right now they're both mid-table uh so i don't know if they're saving it for the tournament or what's happening but it's, it's kind of hard to predict um so I, I have no idea which one of the two of them is going to take it and then on the other side you've got uh ecuador and argentina represented uh ldu liga de quito and then you got uh defensive justicia from argentina and this one again um a little tricky although i will say ldu have been playing with a lot of fire and a lot of confidence and there's the whole altitude thing as well for the Argentines. So I'd probably edge it out for Elideu on that side. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know, Rodrigo or Bridget, if you have any anything further there. What was the what was the team that um that uh, Amarilla played for? What was that Quito? Was that mm. LDU Quito? I forget. I forget. I don't think it was, but yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. I mean defense. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I think, I mean, this is probably a, I mean, you got Fortalezas from, is that Paraguay? Mazapan. No, Fortaleza is northern Brazil. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's so, why you're guaranteed a uh, Brasileira. Brazilian between the two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Amaria is with Mazapan. Yeah. Before before yeah. that, though, where he started. Oh. I think it was gotcha. like, it was like as a LDU or he was like in an Ecuadorian league. I don't care. Could be. You know? They look really good. Like they are, they are scary when they do, yeah. you know, really fast counters and, Got some really good strikers. Um, um, I, I want a different Argentina versus <laughs> versus uh, Brazil type of final. So I'm yeah. I'm pulling for it for for Quito just to throw it out in there. So hell yeah, I like it. I like it. I will say that Goyaz did relatively well to win the group and get into the knockout stage, but then they were absolutely eviscerated by Estudiantes from Argentina. Uh, I think it was like a five nil aggregate. <laughs> it got smoked. Um, yeah, so, one of them was you know, three nothing. So yeah, it was exactly. It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. So something to build on, and you know they're gonna get they're gonna get a little financial incentive from at least making it into the knockout round. And they're they're setting. I think they're just two points away from the line right now, and there's still plenty of time. There's still three months in Brasileirão. So if they can squeeze out a couple wins and hang right around that that cutoff and get back into it next year, it might be something to uh, to build on. Um. In terms of Libertadores, Libertadores, again, yeah, very Brasileirão heavy here. You are going to be guaranteed a Brazilian team finalist. Um, on one side, it's going to be either Internacional or Fluminense. Internacional, by the way, like being very true to their name, they are the most internationally diverse Brasileirão team I think I've ever seen in my life of, of paying attention. And I mean, listeners or any old schoolers out there that can that can pull things from the past, please correct me if I'm wrong. But they lined up for this last match against. Uh, they knocked out Bolivar, who we should shout Bolivar out. Had an amazing run, um, carrying all of Bolivia on their shoulders. And man, they're they're a great team. Um, but anyway, Internacional lined up. I want to say besides obviously Brazilian players, there were six other nationalities represented. Obviously, uh, Ener Valencia is just like tearing things up as their as their lead striker. He's Ecuador. Um, 
They had an Argentine, an Uruguayan, uh, Johnny Cardoso from the United States is on the wing. Yeah. Uh, Arang, Arang a Guis, Spanish player. Yeah. There were like, like that's yeah. That's so There's... uncommon for for Brasileiro. So I mean, yeah. they're really like mm. they're 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 marketing themselves where well as international. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, they're gonna have flu and. Those are both two really good teams. I I don't know who's going to take that. On the other side, we've got the very traditional regular appearance of Boca Juniors. No surprise there. I think they um, actually broke. No, I, I think I think there is a surprise there because they 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 won on PKs to get into that. They did win on PKs. That is true. zero zero. True. It was aggregate, and then they were able to be Racing. Uh, I think four one in penalty kicks to be able to move on to the semifinals. So I was more Boca referring juniors, to the fact yeah. that they always seem to end up in the semifinals. Well, yeah, that's I think true. They, I think they broke a record. In fact, of the most teams, I think this is their fifteenth time in semifinals in Libertadores history. I don't think anybody has that. So it's pretty cool for them. And then Palmeiras is is an interesting narrative there as well. We they had a terrible start. They are the defending champions. Um, so it would be a, a repeat if they can pull this thing off. But uh, man, they they were bottom of their little group for a long time. They squeaked out in second. They didn't even win the group, and then and then they turned it on as as can be expected. So here they are again. I mean, I'm I'm all for uh, Cavani um, in a semifinal, you know, punching a VR machine on the way out after, or <laughs> or, or some sort it's of a like tradition. It's like, standing tradition. But like Palmeiras, Palmeiras has a has a drone trying to trying to watch their their practice, and then Cavani just you know kicks a ball right at it, and then we get the. You know, like, I want some Cavani drama, and, um, uh, and I'm looking forward spectacular. to spectacular. Yeah, and 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 honestly, like you know, um, you know, I'm 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 a Boca Juniors at heart. You guys know that for for a fact. So that I'm 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 interested in just. For this, because if not, it's going to be another. Um, last year was another um, Brazilian final, right? So like this well, is Palmeiras and Flamengo. Yeah. Yep. So I was like, I was like, yeah, like oh boy, here we go again. So we'll see, yep. you know, we'll see what happens. So, so um, yeah. But overall, thanks for the update. I'm, and, and to just sure. let viewers know, like this, these games with the Sudamericana are literally almost on the same day. They're either the twenty seventh or the twenty eighth. Yep. Um, and so. Mark those games that there is in your calendar. Um, borrow someone's Wi-Fi password. Borrow someone's uh, Fubo <laughs> password to be able to watch all these because these are going to be to be to be fun games. Uh, Absolutely. Yep. And so you know, I think that's that that that's one thing that we kind of just need to 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 look into. And it's just you know, it's 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 been great. Um, um, we're gonna talk about about one big international news coming up, but I wanted to. To talk about just a little rumor that I know that's going on in Minnesota United, uh, trying to bring it up, but there's rumors that we're trying to bring or sign Caden Clark, uh, yeah. and I thought that was really interesting because like we all knew the whole drama, but if we were to add Caden Clark onto this team, my gosh, that's that's It'd be nuts. It'd be nuts, yeah. Like you know, we're talking about SBJ coming off the bench, right? Uh, We've, we've 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 forgotten about the other Argentine player. Thank God, um, <laughs> yeah. become a non-factor, which is great. And then we our, our bench is pretty pretty decent, you know. And I think if we have Caden Clark, you know, Caden Clark is not a, a those loons player. Caden Clark needs to get 
yeah, 30 would, minutes on a daily, do. if not a starter in a sense. Yep. Right. And yep. I don't know if, I don't know if what that is, but I just think that's just, you know, uh, an and interesting it, rumor. So if so. they, if they were to sign him, it, like he wouldn't be a factor right away. He's, he's still under contract. Um, so they, they, and obviously the transfer window is closed. Um, so they can't bring him in right away. Um, but it sounds like what they're trying to do is um, essentially like get first rights to him. Uh, so he is currently on loan to some other European club. I've obviously been following oh, this yeah, very right closely. Um, He's at uh, Ven. Oh boy. Ven. Yeah. This is soul. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's yeah, playing so in it's Denmark. not just me Denmark. having no idea what's happening. No. <laughs> um, yeah. So. So if he is on loan there, it sounds like he would play there for the rest of the season. And then um, Red Bull would be able to like release him to the loons uh, in 2024. Um, so if they're, if they're able to make it work, he would be a 2024 acquisition or offseason signing. Um, whether they actually make it work, I don't know. It's it's interesting that they're going back to it now because they've passed up on this kid like twice at least. Um, but yeah, he's been training um, last week and I think the week before he was in training with the loons for, for a bit um, while he was home for whatever. That's, um, I was going to thank you for mentioning that just for listeners that may not know and me that has an atrocious memory. Like this is the guy that he grew up in uh, Medina, Minnesota. Yep. Yep. And he was uh, basically a trialist for like the last three years um, and came through the Academy at one point too. So um, ended up going to the Red Bull Academy system and, and going to Europe. Yep. yep. Like, was it like a month after we like officially passed up on him again? Like he just started scoring yeah. all over the place. He scored against us, though. So like, were, that's, yes. yeah, yeah. That's of course right. he did. Yeah. Do you so, remember that? Yeah, it would be cool if they bring him in. It's a little odd that now they're like, oh hey, yeah, come on back, like train with us, and then we'll work on signing you. Cool. Um, but hey, like I won't complain if they sign them and put them on the pitch in 2024 having having a a few extra um strikers or forwards on your on your bench is not a bad thing whatsoever no it's not no it's not and i think um you know i was just really curious about that because i think that's a good move but like very few often this loons team doesn't make good moves or attempts yeah you kind of you kind of wonder like what what's going to balance it out like are we <laughs> get him and and then like sell someone who's actually exactly making right. an impact currently and just keep trading in you know as as we do i mean trade in a player who's who's doing okay <laughs> um, i mean i think bring in another one who might do okay i think ariaga is that player to be honest with you that you know? yeah yeah that he's injured be. right now but he comes back when he comes back he's he's, he's a good but like he's, if you i mean they've, him, they've obviously been able to move on from yep. him like mm-hmm. quickly like there there was one game where it was like for the first half they were trying to figure it out um and now it's pretty much solved like yep. getting izzy in there kind of fixed that problem yep. so my my um, view is gregush over ariaga but that's just me and that's uh, yeah that's me too and i don't know if that's biased from you know 
just watching him the last few seasons that he he was here. But um, yeah, Ariaga's great. I do like him. But yeah, he doesn't really seem like the franchise player. And even when he was starting, he didn't really feel like he was getting that treatment. So, all um, right. So, yeah. Just for some uh, clarification here. So, oh, no, I was just going to say that I'm doing my own research here too while you guys are rolling. So, the the, do your own research, Eric. I'm (laughs) in so many ways, Bridget, if only you knew. (laughs) Um, so he, even though it is much like the Premier League, the numbers don't represent the, the correct spots. So the Superliga is the first division, which is where you're going to find your Kubenhavens and your Bonbis and everybody. The first division is actually the second division, which is where his Vinsisol team is at. So there you go. Mm-hmm. They're in sixth. All right. Thanks for a clarification. And now let's yes. move into a topic that's... Um, just overall, like we, we can't go without talking just because we, we, we just, you know, we, if you've been following the Minnesota football tapes episodes and, and we, we talked about it on the final, this is just literally an event that's blown up um, as it should uh, and, and blown up in many different ways that it shouldn't. And um, we kind of sort of just kind of summarize it all. Um, and I'll start with, um, with just overall, if you are not a subscriber to the athletic, please, please throw some dollars into it. Is it is worth your money. It's worth your money. Meg Linehan has a as as a as a piece about the Luis Rubiales um, latest shenanigans aspects of it, and just overall. Shereen's like, was really good too. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think every, anyone anyone on that like that's you throw your money in there, support you read you get your money's worth. You know, and then we'll talk about, you know, how like this whole Se Acabo hashtag movement has been like growing and it's no longer that. But I just wanted to start out with just 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 to read what the opening statement is from Meg's uh, article, because I think it's just kind of hits us right on. She goes, because I've, I've done this, too, and we've done this on this podcast before. It's like joking. Right. So we go, it, go, it reads like this. I used to joke that if I could open up a consulting business that warned male NWSL owners not to use their daughters as justification for investing in a team. I make enough money to retire comfortably. And I think that sets a tone as to where we are federation wise or just overall women's game when it comes to um, the lack of, well, the the over uh, existence of patriarchy and misogyny in, 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 in the game, but in uh, all, all facets, facets of the game. And we, we kind of have to talk about, um, you know, how uh, Luis Rubiales, uh, president of, of the Spanish uh, Women's um, um, Federation, uh, just and also vice president of UEFA. I forgot yes. about that whole thing. Yes, and that vice is... president of UEFA. Like, yeah, literally, I completely forgot about that until right. that article. Yeah, and I was like, uh, and then he, how he feels, and you know, like. You guys know how I feel about Spain. My 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 Spain my Spain viewpoints Wait, are, are strong. And yeah, and what, what are we talking about? But yeah. you but you have Spanish names, man. Aren't you Spanish? Uh, yeah, well, I'm, 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 I'm 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 Basque. You, you speak you speak you speak Spanish. Yeah, I'm, there I'm it Basque. is, look, look 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 look. I I've learned and I accepted that Spain has different regions, right? So, um, the one word that I remember from being there is comunac. So you can always just drop your comunac. That's el baño. Yeah. Very, very important yeah. one. Hey, hey, 
<laughs> so, so anyway, that's the extent of my Spanish too. <laughs> uh, so you can get no. you can get your business done in Spain or in the Basque land, Bridget. Yeah. Just say, hey, hey. <laughs> I just want to take a trip to the Basque land, so then I'd be like, hey, apparently I'm one of yours. So, so where would you, where, would you where, like to reclaim me? Where yeah, where would is you like home? to reclaim me? Are we are, are we are we going to try to? Uh, Revolutionize some sort of, uh, you know. Oh, oh, you will be in the right region for that, sir. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> you might immediately end up with a submachine gun and a Molotov yeah, in each, right. each hand. I'll become, well, I'll become here is your weapon. Yeah, I'll be, yeah, I'll become Comandante Chavarria. That's what I'll be known as the as the Subcomandante Chavarria. That's what I'll be known in the lands. When then, I, then so, but let's really let's 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 go through a timeline of of, of this if we can. Um, um, Eric, oh, did you? And, and let's just kind of just talk about how this goes out and then we'll just let our thoughts know and then we'll yeah, just try to so end much it. So, Eric, so, so go much. ahead, Eric, take us in. Well, take you through a little bit. I mean, everybody, I think, is pretty well caught up at this point of things that happened. I mean, um, we don't have to begin where it exactly started, but but just the, the things that we've learned in terms of what the, uh, the Federation has said uh, in terms of... Um, trying to get Hermoso and the family to sign on, to back them, to say that it was consensual, to say that it was in the moment. We talked about this on the with the Daves too, about being cultural and all these things, just kind of getting wrapped together. And then eventually uh, Jenny puts out her statement, just basically negating all of that. <laughs> like that is not at all what happened. And, and, and also calling out the fact that yes, they contacted my parents. And yes, they said that, you know, we should do this and we should stand with them was just really gross um, to have it confirmed in that way. It was ugh, it's just sickening. And of course, we can talk about all the acts of solidarity uh, from different teams, different players of all genders, all spectrums, all international. I mean, it's, uh, there have been so many. Um, I thought it was <laughs> the, the the one I'm looking at right now. This is through Ninja Sports. You like. Carlo Ancelotti, like, you know, not known for being like the most political person for him to like actually like get into it too is kind of an interesting moment where it's like, wow, even the, even the very not conservative, but very, you know, neutral, just going to stick to sports guys are just like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to talk about this <laughs> just to kind of show where the needle has gone. All right. Um, what else? I, watching the, What's the abbreviation? The RFEF, right? This is their federation. Just watching them dig in their heels to the point where they're making FIFA look like the good guys has also been kind of a surreal I think that's experience the big thing for me. It's so fucking <laughs> weird, and it's, it's it's just yeah, like you're you're really gonna go farther in the opposite direction than FIFA. It's just bananas. The, the thing so for much. me is that you're a federation that makes FIFA look like yes. the organization that's morally yes. morally right in this situation <laughs> like that is just like who had that in their bingo cart because nope. you need to go and play play the the powerball because you will win the powerball yep. if yep. you had that like and that's, that's you know yeah, that's probably why FIFA is just standing around not doing much like okay well this is looking making us look great in the end like call us in and we'll 
stamp right. the thing <laughs> and making sure Infantino shuts the hell up. Like, do That's, not yeah. talk. Right, 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 <laughs> this right. is not the time to say anything. Yeah. No, besides, just show us, show us, right? Show us what the what the uh-huh. women's game can do. We're like, okay. Um, other, and let's just go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I just said the other curve curveball that like really caught me on, on somewhere around like Wednesday or Thursday last week was the his mother locking herself in the church in protest and just on the, the hunger strike going on a yeah. hunger strike. Yes. It's like, we are in full telenovela mode at this point. Like what is happening? Just and she didn't, really so wild. she didn't last very long on that hunger strike. Oh. They took her to hospital in like a day and a half. Yeah. Um, apparently that's all out. it took. Yeah. But well, I mean, how much time did she actually spend inside? I've seen so many videos of a them interviewing two, her, like maybe. on the on the steps. It wasn't of the three church, days, and so it's like, what are you like? If you're right. like protesting, why are you standing outside, just like talking and, and, to everyone about that? And, and this is my rant, and then I'll let you guys go ahead and 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 finish and, and give your own viewpoints. But this is my rant right here, and this is what it is. So we all saw what Luis Luis Rubiales did at the celebration of the World Cup. He as a as patriarchy works takes over anything that's good in a sense right and this is what happened right spain should be celebrating the amazing success of the this women's team that won in spite of their federation mm-hmm. or in spite you know uh and the only thing that's ruling everything is the fact that the president of this federation First of all, didn't want to admit that he did anything wrong. First of all, said there was the consent. Uh, first of all, you know, just try to try to make it all about him and that he did everything wrong, right? And then when he's proving wrong, uh, he he digs in the heels that he's not going to resign, right? And then in his speech, and 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 uh, Meg Linehan goes into it, right? In his speech, he calls out Hermoso to. Uh, to to help us to to be able to help his daughters in his defense, right? <laughs> like, you know, you re- he refers to his daughters as feminists, not the false feminism that is out there. Uh, they don't care about people. They're preparing an execution and put it to a medical system. Like this, you know, uh, this is just an example of like how patriarchy, just a federation, is just like, and federations just overall in some societies. I just so driven and like, and all these, all, all, all these women in their, um, in, in his side of the family who, who've come out and spoken a, a, against Hermoso, like I was speaking fallacies and it's just, I'm, I'm found. And it's just like watching what we all talk about, what the patriarchy is like and just having just play out on, a, on, on the news. It's just so sickening. And so like, wow, we still have tons and- of work to do. And they just keep getting like exponentially worse. <laughs> like That's it just keeps to. it just keeps coming. Like uh Jenny shouldn't have to she shouldn't have to do all of this. She shouldn't have to deal with it. Um you have this uh history making squad that is now refusing there there basically is no team now. They're refusing to play until something is done. Um, so, you know, they're, these players are still going out and like celebrating with the fans, but they're doing it as like independent, like citizens, essentially like, um, having basically handed over all of their, uh, international squad rights and duties. 
Um, it's absurd. It is absolutely absurd. And two, the whole, two more points. Oh, good. Finish up. Uh, just the whole, you know, putting putting it on, putting the burden on them. Yeah. To to take take it back or to defend them or to apologize for them or is, I mean, I think we saw it coming as soon as like Infantino opened his mouth and said that <laughs> um, women need to stand uh, up and show why they deserve more or better. Tell, tell us what to um, do. That's yeah, yeah. So, like, I think you kind of knew which direction this whole thing was going as soon as he said that, um, and that was before it all blew up. But uh, yeah, it's just it's absurd, and it's just worse and worse and worse the more you look into it. So, to those points, Bridget, the, the, that one really surprised me that you just referenced there. I we, we talked about like burning it down and starting over. I did not expect the entire coaching staff to resign basically in solidarity with the players basically all the, leaving all the assistants so the head coach that's, and that's and the, so the speech yeah the speech that um the the president gave saying that you know he wouldn't step down he didn't do this jenny needs to um help him fix this uh the head coach was down there clapping like crazy and cheering yep. like yes he's on an island he's like the one yeah yeah piece of dog crap that's left it, obviously with uh Rubiales. Yep. and it seemed like it seemed like his assistants were probably going to do the same thing but yeah like two days later they all resigned too they're like we're not taking any part of this like you're on your own so the international team is literally the head coach and the president that's all who right that's all that's left so obviously like it, there's an issue here like eventually yeah. you have to understand that you are the problem <laughs> it's a shell of a, of a federation now and a team and like the fact that now like you know we've talked about like you guys are saying putting it down uh in a sense is like this there's an opportunity here to be able to do some some mm -hmm. some good things but mm -hmm. it doesn't start until those two people leave and there's a new uh constitution yeah, or keep, new they rules just keep arguing right like Right. The thing is not about like we get them out. It's about reshaping what that federation's obligations are, what their policies mm -hmm. are, everything. Here's so, here's another one that's kind of surreal and incredible. On the same day that uh, that FIFA put out their 90 day, uh, what is it, like a temporary suspension, something like that. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Before or after that, rather. The same day they dropped that, though, the uh, RFEF. Uh, starts their legal process against uh, against Hermoso. Same day. It's just it's just like you know we don't want to beat it with a dead horse, but it's just such an amazing, clear representation of what not just these women, but like we talked about throughout the entire cup, all these different players have gone through some version of this throughout their careers and even in their national teams. And I mean the. Uh, the Zambian coach went back to Africa and was basically thrown in the can for sexual assault. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, damn. Right. But I mean, I, like, I guess looking at this from like some kind of a glass half full perspective, it, it, it's the solidarity has been incredible and worldwide. Yes. Worldwide. Yeah. And, and, to, and to see that they're still going to try and, uh, fight it and dig in their heels. I mean, they, they've they've lost the uh, the 
what do you call it the, the public uh forum and and just yeah, general and the, and the political and the political forum the political, like the, yeah. the spain the president of spain has said dude yeah <laughs> go away but do they have i thought it was a king king of spain right there, well, they're, they're all fucking embarrassed. I mean, the well, queen and the princess are in between them, and just like, yeah, this is I think, not great. I think it's like a, I think it's like a prime minister situation, like the UK. Oh, so not, so not the president, but like the political head. I think the yeah. king yeah. and queen are just um, titles. But it, it's yeah. um, they, they want this to go yeah. away. This isn't great but, for anybody. <laughs> yeah. So like, the international policy is like on the line at this point, and right. they're <laughs> like when you're when your federal government gets involved. Yep. Well, the other thing, the other big one that surprised me, I mean, I'm, I'm glad it got to this point was seeing men's Spanish national team players yep. being yes. like, we're, we're not reporting the duty until this shit gets fixed. Like yeah. we are not yeah. playing. Yeah. Yep. That was another big moment. Where I was well, not like, not okay. only that, but the, the, the women's league is like, they're not women in that play. They're not playing the first three games in protest on their protest. They're like, we're not going to do anything until, you know, and I think, you know, as much as Rubiales wants to dig in his dig in it dig in his uh crusty toes into the toes. <laughs> into into the ground to be able to get to, there there is like there is no way that the Federation has a way out and uh, unless he still runs things. Same thing There's, with UEFA. Yeah. Look, yeah, because if 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 this if this turns if they do, dear lord, like if anyone yeah, can riot Anyone can riot. It's it's the public Wasn't there forum new, in Spain. Their latest threat that they just weren't going to do anything regarding UEFA, like they were going to pull out of UEFA. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that's not going to work, buddy. That, 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 that's that's. I mean, they're trying to come up <laughs> like it's absurd. It's ridiculous at this point. Like Ron DeSantis uh, decided to be the the, the Federation president. <laughs> uh, it's like literally just yep, exactly. trying to come up with things as they are. And here's the thing too, because this also starts with with FIFA, right? And like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, because we have to remember the time when Infantino literally made that stupid speech, right, right before the finals, where, mm-hmm. where, where he he goes on saying, "What was it that he that he said?" I'm just trying to remember. Um, oh, no, show us, right? Yeah, yeah. Show us in Women, the sense, right? You can't just keep complaining. Like you need to show us that you yeah. deserve. Right. Yeah. This. Yeah. He and and I hate this because I'm a. I am a cisgender male who has who who has daughter, wonderful daughter. So he goes, we we have to start treating men and women or women and men in the same way. And I say that to all women. And you know, I have four daughters, so I have a few at home. I say to all women, but you have the power to change. Pick the right battles. Pick the right fights. Big middle finger to you, my friend, because that is the worst thing you can do to 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 at the stage in the world stage. Will you have the audacity? Who is your PR person? Like, like, <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm not sure they're ever around. <laughs> that, right, right. I'm like, whoever is that PR person has to be some sort of like AI bot. Like literally it's got like, like chat GPT. Cause that is like the worst thing you could start off. And with that said, Rubiales does what he does. I know it, 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 it got buried. It made him look like not not the worst. Unbelievable. And that's the thing. It's like, and, uh, and, the, and this is where we are at right now. Uh, people don't want to play games. Se acabó has become a hashtag all around the world. The uh-huh. public forum is winning. Like the only like reasonable resolution, if if you don't want the public the public persona or public forum just to literally destroy the federation, 
is is these two people need to leave and then um, they need to start from scratch with all the policies and everything and make sure that all the players are involved in the situation that the that the um, their union becomes uh, you know something that they that they want to do or if they don't I don't even know if they have a union I think they do right uh, uh, I think question. they do yeah okay well I think they I think they actually spoke up pretty early yeah yeah so that I mean that's currently where we're at um, nothing has nothing has been decided yet. But please, like, I implore you, Spain, do a decent job for once and don't make me hate you yeah. even more. It was like, it was cool to see. Just um, do something. Right. At the, at the, at the Ballon d'Or stuff with, um, what's what's the woman's name that's just, God, she's, she's amazing. Um, bah, 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 help me out. She won, she won player of the year with, um, ah, anyway. She had a great speech, um, and uh, and then Vagaman too, who won Women's Coach of the Year. She she dug into it as well, and just basically like, if you guys are giving me the microphone, we're gonna we're gonna address <laughs> this. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this right now. You're giving me a platform. I'm gonna use it. Damn it. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm sure by next week there will be more movement, and I mean I hope there will be in the right direction. It's just it's frustrating, and it's you know it's the same stuff. It's we all talk just about all so unnecessary, yeah. like so unnecessary. And, and, and yeah, diff- yeah, good. And and yet, like it's like we have to, you know, we have to talk. We have to talk about. It. We have to be able to mm-hmm. have a conversation about it because if we don't, federations like Spain, federations like other federations around the world that are are benefiting from the improvement of the women's game are not considering anything at all like in in this podcast we were just you know like on on instagram we were joking about like like eric was posting stuff and saying you know it's like oh they're getting eight billion uh i don't know if it's bolivares whatever the colombian currency oh yeah for colombia right and that's only like what two million (laughs) million exactly (laughs) you're like oh great how much is that how much is that of like the actually winnings from fifa right like mm-hmm. like we don't know what what they're going to do that doesn't mean that, that because the team is successful doesn't mean it's going to change things and that's yep. the thing that we need is just things to change it and you were looking for aitana bonmati right thank you um, bonmati yes yeah no that's what you were doing so um so i mean i i don't have anything funny to say except come out to a como girls um fc match whenever you can Mayor's Cup is home. I expect both of you to be there, Bridget and Eric. October seventh. October seventh. I will put it five, on my calendar. Five right or now. five p.m. or seven p.m. I think it's five p.m. or seven. But that day, it's also homecoming for Como. Put it in your calendars. Show up. It's going to be. If you have not been to a Mayor's Cup, it's a thing that you need to watch. It's it's a it's a great tournament. Uh, it's uh, uh the same day as the LA game. At Allianz. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you Who really cares? feel. Who cares? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would. I would skip that to go yeah. see Mayor's Cup. Yeah. Yep. Mayor's Cup. Putting it All on right. the calendar. All right. Well, we'll have Minnesota football show at the Mayor's Cup, um, and then uh, we'll just we'll just have we'll just have a blast. Lots um, of drinks in the patio afterwards. That's right. Yes. yes. We'll yes. we'll be doing that. I totally yes. That's the day. That's the day, my friends. All right. I've had a lovely time reconnecting with you all after 
Minnesota Football Days and Women's World Cup um, uh, fusion. Um, as always, uh, I, I much do, love to you all. Go ahead. I do have one thing. He wasn't able to join us, but um, Zeller was going to pop in uh, to talk Premier League a little bit because Rodrigo's uh, team is. I'm going to mute you. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to mute you. Hey, hey, I am going to mute you right Saudi, now. Saudi Arabia Junior. Stop. Green and white. Oh gosh. Zeller asked for an invite. Saudi to Saudi Juniors. No. Okay, so here's the thing, and this will be our funny thing that ends. Right, the Liverpool thing was atrocious. All right. It was actually awful. It was awful, right? But playing against Brighton, which is Santi's new team, Santi asked me, "It's like, oh, it's like we have a derby today." Santi's like, "Hey," I was like, "Can I cuss at you?" And I'm like, "You can cuss at me during match time." Yeah, no, I mean between the whistles. That's like you can can cuss at me, all the other stuff. It's like you can talk crap all day long. I don't care about you talking trash. And so, what does Santi do? He start. We have a we have a group chat, and Nubia tweeted this out. So find that tweet, uh, and I, I think and I saw then, it, yeah. and we're like, Santi's literally, and I have the pictures. I'll tweet it out later on too. But he starts just going off me, like we're going off something else, t- talking about Tottenham, and then I say something, and he goes, "Shut up, Saudi Arabia boy." Yeah. <laughs> and then I go, what? and I'm like, "Dang, this kid is vicious." Like I, he's 12. I, you, I popped it on for a little bit and I it took me a second to figure out who the hell was playing because I'm like that's yeah it's weird. <laughs> and I'm like, oh now I remember hashtag sports watching. Dude, so, <laughs> so Santi was, was really Santi was really looking forward to that because when I when I picked him up for Sicos last week, um we were talking about well he was, oh, watching, he was watching Brighton that day. Um and so like as we're driving, he's like we need to check the score. I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll check the score. Oh, I thought but you were going to say that you were like, you were doing programming against uh, against Newcastle. No, but he was no, he was uh, he was really excited though. We, we play we play my dad's team next week. Rodrigo, you got to introduce like, him to Hoydeman, man. Hoydeman will probably give him one of his old That's, jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Well, who's that? Yeah, introduce Dan me to Hoydeman. Uh, Dan Minneapolis City. From Minneapolis City, the founder. Oh, of for Brighton. Okay. Yeah, yeah he someone make the connection because Santi is 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 looking for a a Brighton jersey and. Uh, I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. I put it out there. He probably wouldn't do that, but maybe he'd send you a photo of one of his jerseys or something. Okay, then I'm not contacting him. Then we need a kit. We need a kit. We need to figure <laughs> it out. But no, like he's just like he's talking like all the major thrash and like. Oh, you uh, kids are your two and Derby. <laughs> nice. It wouldn't be you trying to get out here with a little that, Nubia. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then that, and with that, and um, <laughs> he was trying to get out of here like five minutes ago. <laughs> it's been lovely well done, to Bridget. See you, uh, Minnesota football show uh, on the Twitters, <laughs> on the Instagram, um, uh, Patreon.com backslash MN football show for all your uh, monies that you want to give us or um, anything else that we do. And the doggies over there. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> we'll end with my ridicule because that's just always a fun thing to end with. And I look forward I to so. you see. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you all in, in a week or so. And then let's just yeah. hopefully everything will be best. Uh, Eric 
you know, wish you the best on, on job hunting. Uh, Thank you. Um, Bridget, I wish you the best in creating the new Chipmunk sequel in your backyard. <laughs> and I, I hope, I hope Newcastle wins one of these derbies because I swear I can't. I can't <laughs> if I lose to Tottenham, I just, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, we're not going to. That's um, it. Pots I'm really over. excited. I'm really excited for that game to watch as a neutral with Nubia and, and just watch. <laughs> I was gonna say there's there's a there's a hey. good joke in there somewhere, but I'm gonna let it ride. I, I'm getting bombarded <laughs> get by here. insults now. I got I gotta get out of here, guys. <laughs> love you all. Love all the love all our listeners. Thank Have you a listeners. great day. Thanks, guys. Yep. Okay. Bye. <laughs>